pulled up. I heard the, the click this time, so like it's yes. <laughs> I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to hide it anymore. I, I still had candid conversation. Look how many vapes Ruben brought today. Yeah, I brought one called Purple Rain. Shouts out to Prince. Purple Rain. And I bought one called Black Ice because, I mean, come on. You know, named after the air freshener. Or me. <laughs> I brought whiskey. That's it. Do you guys know what the so the the tagline for our restaurant is? Put some south in your mouth. Yeah. Really. Every time I see it, it drives me insane. It's just in big giant letters in the and kitchen. And they wonder why we get so fucking feisty back here. Like, <laughs> like, put some south in your mouth, bitch. I'm southern. <laughs> oh. Well, welcome. To, speaking of restaurants, welcome to the cafe. We got a little gossip for you. Um, awesome. The door has been closed. Yes. And then a window opens. Oddly Dawn enough. Dawn of the third day. <laughs> <laughs> Got three quick ones this week, uh, just because I don't have the time or energy to fucking care anymore. Um, Dawn, we love you. I know. I'm just emotionally raw. I know. So, uh, the first story we're going to do is called The Bug in the Ear. Mm-hmm. That's just living in Florida. Yeah. We're back to my favorite book that we have for the Midwest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this was the Shouts book. out to Ricky Martin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who never came out of the closet. Anyways. Good uh, for him. Good for him, honestly. So this starts with the origin. Of, situation specifically. The origin of this very popular story, have, the origins, have been traced back to England in about the year 1000. Okay, cool. While a woman was sleeping on the beach in California... A tiny earwig climbed into her ear and burrowed forward. Several days later, the woman went to her doctor complaining of a terrible earache. After peering into her ear, the doctor sat back. Well, I can't see anything, he said. Let's see what an x-ray can tell us. When the film came back, the doctor sat down with his patient and her husband in the office. Now, I want you to stay calm. An earwig has burrowed through your ear canal. We can't get to it. The only thing that we can do is wait a couple weeks until it makes its way clear through your skull. It will climb out of your other ear, and you'll be fine. I don't know if that's like the process. Like, no. <laughs> I don't think they just like that's go straight my through. My grandmother told me this, well, a, something, a version of this when I was a kid mm -hmm. at like five. She told me that earwigs get in your ears and they make lay eggs in your brain. Okay, I'm five, and earwigs in Michigan are like ants. Yeah. Yo. And I've what? been, I'm terrified of them to this day. Like, I will have a panic attack if there's one in the house and it's not killed before it. I've literally never seen an earwig. They're weird looking. They're long and like the back, it looks like they they're have pinchers on the back. Yeah, they're harmless. Yeah, it, they have a name that, that describes like what I would imagine as a worm-like thing. Yeah. But smaller the than a worm. The ones in the Amazon mm -hmm. get like this big and they do try to like lay eggs and shit in your, in your ears. Fuck that. <laughs> but they're in the Amazon. Absolutely fuck that. Yeah, I'm not going anywhere where everything wants to kill me. That's why Amazon I haven't been to Australia. Snakes and shit. I'm not going. <laughs> Spiders the size of pie plates. Also, this is the story of a person who's got an amoeba in their fucking brain. By the way, <laughs> like if you go swimming in a bad lake and you yes. get an amoeba, you might die. Yeah. So of course, when the woman heard this news, she was not fine. Yeah, she, no fucking way. <laughs> <laughs> she became hysterical. It took her husband and three nurses to hold her down just so the doctor could give her a tranquilizer. We'll hospitalize her and keep her heavily medicated for the next couple of weeks, the doctor said to the husband. That's, that should help her get through this. 
Sure enough, (laughs) sure enough, about two weeks later, the earwig crawled out of the woman's ear. The husband was at his wife's bedside when the tiny creature appeared. He grabbed it and put it in an empty water bottle. Why you want to save it? I don't. I know. just yeah, you know, for posterity, for doctors to do doctor stuff with. Maybe. Them, obviously. I, it's the year one thousand. All doctors yeah, could yeah, do yeah, is yeah. look at it and go, mm. well, yeah, they, that's it. Yeah, the year one thousand when they had X-rays in hospitals. <laughs> yeah, the original story and, goes back to year one thousand. Oh. Yeah. Oh. In California. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I might have spaced out. It confused me for a second. That's on me. That's on me. (laughs) Sure enough, uh, I read that. Uh, The next day, the couple with the earwig in the bottle sat down with the doctor for the final examination. Let's get another set of x-rays. I was not ready. (laughs) Let's let's get another set of x-rays, the doctor said. It took a little longer for the film to return this time. When the x-rays finally arrived, the woman, her husband, and the doctor all assembled in the office once more. I'm afraid I have to modify my diagnosis, the doctor said. I've examined the earwig and the x-rays. He took a deep breath. This was a female. It must have been pregnant when it crawled into your ear canal. It's laid its eggs in your skull. When the eggs hatch, the young earwigs will devour your brain. The whole brain, though? The whole brain. Now, uh, it is, there's this little... <laughs> it is thought that the name earwig gave rise to the belief that these insects likes to crawl into human ears. The idea that the bug ate its way through the head and out the other ear on the other side or laid its eggs inside the skull is a later embellishment that was dramatized in the 1970s television series Rod Serling's Night Gallery. Wait, really? Rod yes. Serling? Yeah. Wow. I don't know if embellishment <laughs> is the right word. Like, that's just a lie. <laughs> it was a TV show. I. It was a horror TV show. You're a horror TV show. Oh, you got me there. Mm-hmm. We're basically a horror AM radio show. Yeah. <laughs> this is the reality. Damn it. We are, aren't yeah. we? Mm-hmm. We are the new coast to coast. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Caller, you're on the air. I saw something. First time, uh, long time listener, first time caller. So listen, I heard you had some plant babies that you needed to shout out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yep. We're the crazy uncles. Hi, kids. <laughs> Is your mommy treating you well? If not, let us know. We'll, we'll bring you to live with us. If you're in Ohio and you're smoking weed, that weed might have heard Don say that. That's right. Now I'm inside you. That's gross. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> now, I don't like that at all. Well... I had to make it as gay as possible. Like the, um, do y'all remember? Okay, hold on. Hey, this is for you two. I don't know what kind of, really what kind of like memes and shit y'all were into in the early internet days, but did y'all remember seeing the video of the porn star who was fucking a lady in the ass? And he just goes, now I'm in your ass, yeah! And then he does a drum no. solo on her ass. No, no. No, but I wish I would have. It's, it's, fuck, it's beautiful. It is honestly very funny. Did I ever tell you about the time that I was in a porno? No, you didn't. Yeah, I wasn't. But, um... That's why you didn't. Yeah, um, well, kind of. It's weird. Uh, my friends and I, we got this movie called The Erotic Adventures of the Three Musketeers. Oh, wow. Great. Yes. That's unimaginative. It is. As a and it's, it's literally, it's the story of the Three Musketeers, but D'Artagnan was a woman. Oh, come on. Yeah. Um... 
But so we're watching this movie. Not known for their writing quality. It's <laughs> very true. You're right. Or their historical accuracy. <laughs> <laughs> if I can't get historical accuracy on Pornhub, then where can I get it? No, this was pre-Pornhub. Uh, oh yeah, no, crunchy. Yeah, this was actually having to go into the the back of the video store kind of thing. Although yeah. this one wasn't. This was like a Cinemax type porn. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. Oh, Cinemax. Yeah, it was oh, one of those. Where it doesn't show any, you know, the full. Like, right. So, yeah, so I go, I have to go to the bathroom, so I, I'm running and I pee, and I can hear my friends in the next room going, oh my god, it does, doesn't it? It looks just like him! And I come out of the bathroom, and sure Uh-oh. enough, the guy on the screen who's railing this woman on the screen... Was Ken Bone. Nope. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, weird out. <laughs> yeah, y'all can't say shit about me except maybe Tyler Perry. Fuck you. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Trevor Noah. Um, That's even better. Are you fucking with me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kim Bone died uh, when I left Redacted. And <laughs> um, I, I would just like to ask, what's the fuck? Was it Ron Jeremy? Yes. No way. For in the fucking movie we're talking oh, no, about no, no, right no. now. Are you saying I look like Ron Jeremy, you fuck? I'm, hey, listen. <laughs> listen, Don. You're a larger white man, and you are obviously fucking hung. So, yeah, you're like Ron Jeremy. <laughs> you're just saying that because I'm using my dick to hold onto the mic. Maybe a little. <laughs> it, it is impressive. Oh, by the way, hi, Kelsey. Hi. <laughs> 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 we're going to move on to... Th- yeah, we're going to move on to the next story. Uh, now, Are th- we? Yes. Are we going to? Yeah. Okay. Now, this one, when I tell you the story... Why, when I tell you the title, you're going to be like, oh, God, two drink minimum episode. No, it's not. Great. Okay? Let me tell you the whole story, and it's not as bad as it sounds. <laughs> that is true. He did do that. Yeah. But this story is called The Elaborate Suicide Attempt. Uh-oh. After his business failed and his wife left, a man decided to kill himself. But he wanted to be sure that he wouldn't botch the operation. After some thought, he decided that hanging would be the best method. He found a tree with a stout limb reaching out over the edge of a cliff 50 feet above the sea and chose this spot for his suicide. Now, although he was eager to leave the world, he did not want to feel any pain. So he collected a few dozen sleeping pills. Of course, sleeping pills don't work immediately, and the man had read terrible stories of people who had taken half an hour to die at the end of a rope. He decided to shoot himself also, just to be on the safe side. On the day he decided would be his last, the man took the rope, the sleeping pills, and the gun to the cliff. He swallowed the sleeping pills. He tied the rope to the branch and slipped the noose around his neck. No, he didn't. I can tell you from experience that if you take that many sleeping pills, no, you didn't. <laughs> well. It's like the Kurt Cobain. They work On that so, amount hey, of heroin, no, you didn't pull the trigger with your toe. It, well, yeah, it is kind of like that, honestly. Because if you take, hey, straight up, fans, I'm so sorry about this, trigger warning, whatever. Um, uh, so the, when I took way too much trazodone, um, it works so much faster than when it's just as a prescription, it pretty, it kicks in pretty much immediately and you lose control of your limbs and then you can't breathe. So, you know, you're not tying ropes, bud. (laughs) (laughs) Um, he slipped the noose around his neck. He put the gun to his head. And as he stepped off the edge Again, of the... Again, no, he didn't. Because by this time, he's blacking out. Well, uh, he stepped off the edge of the cliff. As soon as he stepped off the edge of the cliff, he fired. 
but the sudden drop threw off the man's aim. What? No way. The bullet missed him completely and cut through the rope instead. Yeah, I knew that was coming. Mm -hmm. The man plunged into the sea where he swallowed so much seawater that he vomited up the sleeping pills. He swam ashore and resolved not to attempt suicide again. God don't want you dead. Like, I don't even believe in God, but there's no fucking way. Like, someone is wanting you alive for their dark machinations. That's all I'm yeah. saying. There, there, there are serious dark magics at work. That one time I tried to kill myself and got reincarnated as the world's greatest hero. <laughs> all right, so we got one more. This is called the Cask of Excellent Brandy. Now, the roots of this legend go back to an actual historical event. In 1805, the British, the British Navy packed Lord Nelson's body into a cask of rum to preserve it. Sorry. There's just... Brandy, if you ever hear this, I'm so sorry. But, well, actually, no, the fuck I'm not. Um, so there's a woman that we work with. Her name is Brandy, and she has a fantastic ass. And you just said the cask of brand of excellent brandy, and we just both pictured the same thing. So I just that was very fun for us. Thank you. Okay. Well, this is going to make it even weirder because the Navy packed Lord Nelson's body in a cask of excellent brandy. Yeah, buddy. Well, this is a cask of rum to preserve it and ship it back to England for oh, a state shit. funeral. Okay. So Had here's to be the preserved. Yeah. God. Uh, you know, <laughs> I'm finding our own. We do love you. In London, a young couple brought an old bought an old house that had once served as a tavern. There was an old wine cellar in the basement filled with empty casks. The barrel were too barrels were too large to fit through the cellar door. How they got in there? Uh. So the husband and wife broke them up and carried out the pieces. When the cellar was almost empty, the husband found the last cask hidden in the corner. This cask is still full, the husband said. You get a tap, the wife said. This cask is just right. <laughs> <laughs> you get a tap, the wife said. I'll get a couple glasses. Maybe the wine or whatever is still good. To their delight, the couple discovered that the cask held excellent brandy. I've never tasted anything like this. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> You know what's real funny, Don, is that the other day at work, Brandy, uh, Brandy walked out of the kitchen, and I, and I looked, so she didn't see me, because she was too busy looking at Brandy, but we both went like, and then I looked over at her, and I just went, stop staring. Never. Never. If you guys don't start calling her excellent Brandy. <laughs> yep. It's, that's, it's done. Yeah. <laughs> So the husband said, I've and never... never tell her why. I'm going to just be like, Brandy, you're excellent. <laughs> <laughs> I've never tasted anything like this, the husband said. It must have aged down here for a hundred years, the wife said. <laughs> what else could account for this incredible flavor? For years, the couple celebrated every holiday and every important family occasion with a decanter of their prize brandy. They served it to their friends at the conclusion of all and their dinner parties. Surprise, everyone. <laughs> The fame, of, <laughs> the fame of the brandy spread until an editor of a British food and wine magazine asked if the couple would agree to be the subject of an article. The magazine sent a connoisseur of brandy and cognac to the couple's house. They took him down to the old wine cellar and poured him a glass of their brandy directly from the cask. The connoisseur held the glass under his nose and inhaled. The bouquet is remarkable, he said. 
Then he took a small sip and rolled it around on his tongue. Wonderful, wonderful. My friends, this is a unique 18th century brandy. I've never tasted anything like it. If, if I were to advance a supposition, I would suggest that this brandy was distilled at a long-vanished French vineyard, perhaps one destroyed during the Revolution. I hate connoisseurs like this <laughs> so much. Mm-hmm. Because, no, you can't fucking tell that. You can't. There have been, like, blind taste test experiments to call bullshit on this for years. May I have another glass? The couple could not have been more pleased, although after the article was published, they were besieged by connoisseurs eager to sample their remarkable brandy. Finally, after giving them many years of pleasure, the cask ran dry. Let's save the cover of the cask and tap the tap as a memento. Fuck me. Let's save the cover of the cask and the tap as a memento, the wife said. The husband agreed that it was a fine idea. Together, they went down to the cellar to break up their prized cask. They swung their mallets together and loosened the cover. The husband set his mallet down, grabbed the cover, and wrenched it free. A moment later, out spilled a skeleton, still wearing scraps of 18th century garb. Clothes dissolve. Why does... Why are there so many stories... Why are there so many? Well, that try to convince people that people taste good. (laughs) Because we do. We might, but like, why are there so many stories to describe it? You know there's a real product developed for vegan cannibalism, basically? It's supposed to taste like human. That's a crazy thing you just said to me. <laughs> there was a guy who had to have his leg amputated, and he asked if he could keep it and have had it cooked. Now everything's fine. I only see everybody. So here, let me go ahead. What were we talking about? While we're uh, vegan cannibals. Oh yes. yeah, the craziest shit I've heard this week. <laughs> <laughs> um, they stopped selling the product in two thousand like nine or something like that. They, yeah. But it was developed by like a research group at uh, some college. And what did uh, most they use things are. to, like, compare is what I want to know. I have no idea. How many of those researchers still have all their fingers? <laughs> <laughs> that would be a very good uh, question to answer, actually. I bet you there's at least one who, like, lost it in, in like, a in logging an accident. accident. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Certainly. There can't not be. At but least that's the official story. Mm-hmm. Is this for cannibals that turn vegan, or is this for vegans no, who want to be cannibals? It sounds for, like it's for people who want to experience cannibalism without actually eating a human. Then it's not cannibalism. It's just human flavored. Hey guys, apparently, according to <laughs> according to people who lived more recently than is comfortable to think about, <laughs> um, eat some pork. Yeah. <clears throat> if you want to know what human tastes like, eat some pork and make it a little bit sweeter. You know, I still can't hear the words according to without hearing Carl, Carl in my end. head. Yeah. <laughs> you are welcome. <laughs> so with that note, we're going to wrap it up. Um, yeah, you'll hear the audio. What can I do? I'm a fuck up. Leave me alone. So I've been Don. Ruben's puffing. you got goddamn right. <laughs> <laughs> I've been Josh. And Kelsey. And we will see you guys next time. Bye. Okay, bye. 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 bye.